Bjorn to be wild number 51. So the baby's been doing this thing where she wakes up at like six and usually I would be waking up at like six 30, but it's too cold to walk the dog. So I've been sleeping until seven and she wants to wake up at six and you can, you can chill her back out just by bouncing her. And the reason for that is because she's just gassy. It's not that she's ready to get up or she's hungry or anything. It's just that she has farts. She hasn't been able to figure out a work through. But I have found that if I bounce her for a while and then chill in bed with her on my chest, she's able to relax and she's just ripping them. And I'm like, hey, dude, if you're ripping them, I'm ripping them. So we're just uh, we're like trying to harmonize our toots. And then like under the comforter, uh, I got to assume it's a war zone down there. And um, her mother is not pleased. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 52. So there's a song that i was familiar with but didn't know the name of uh it's the one that that goes that has the part that goes ah. uh you may or may not know what i'm talking about based on that description as it turns out uh it's immigrant song by led zeppelin and the nice thing about that is sometimes when the baby yells it sounds kind of like ah like obviously not perfectly hitting the notes like i was just now but um sometimes she does it and i'm like oh i just want to sing along with you and then i start uh singing uh immigrant song and she doesn't love it but also sometimes i sing rush to her and she doesn't love that either i think the common denominator here is that i should stop singing so much classic rock to her uh just go back to spitting hot bars Bjorn to be wild number 53 so we do about three baths a week uh, with Margo these days, which is, you know, it's fun. Uh, she at first really did not like them, and now she's like kind of indifferent and kind of just stares blankly while she gets scrubbed. But um, she's recently started kind of uh, kicking to splash, and obviously it's not ideal uh, to be uh, splashed with bath water when you don't intend to be, but it is nice to just kind of see her uh enjoying her surroundings and you know experimenting like in a way experimenting with physics like what happens when i kick this oh that happens i like i don't i don't really know how a baby's brain works but i like to think that she's thinking it's neat that this happens i'm gonna keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and you know she's not getting bored of it anytime soon but you know it's fun it's it's fun uh to see her kick and splash and all that <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 54 so she has begun to roll and the way that she rolls is from her back to her front the problem with that is she does not know how to roll from her front to her back the additional problem with that is that she does not like being on her front it is difficult to tell why she keeps rolling to her tummy i guess he notes she's experimenting with like what her body is capable of turns out with relative ease she can get onto her belly and it is completely impossible for her to get to her back. So it's not uncommon for us to, one of us to put her down uh, and, you know, be like, oh, is she going to fall asleep? Maybe. Wander away. 30 seconds later, she's crying. She's on her stomach. She doesn't know what to do about it. And it's like, I get that you're a baby, but also at the same time, come on, dog. You know you don't like this. Just quit doing it. Just cut it out. You're whack. Beyond to be wild, number 55. So... You've discovered a thing that I can do to contribute for once. Yay. Uh, and that is put the baby in a stroller and walk forever because it's a great way to get her to sleep. And I'm so bad at um, bouncing her and soothing her to sleep. And Emily's so good at it. And it's uh, it just really stinks that whenever it's nap time, it's like, well, Emily's problem. Um, so now that isn't the case. Although uh, there is the drawback of when... Emily sues the baby, she can put her down and then do something else, which is not how the stroller system works, but um, it's finally getting nicer out, and, you know, I have podcasts and Pokemon Go, so uh, I've been pounding some pavement, getting the baby to sleep, and uh, and also it has the added benefit of Emily gets to have the house to herself for anywhere from 45 to forty-five minutes to two hours, uh, which is also nice for her. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, number 56. So I talked not too long ago about how she was rolling onto her tummy. And 
probably I said something about how it's the worst because she can't roll to her back. Um, and now she can asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. She has done it like twice. Uh, and she kind of has to get lucky with the way she rolls onto her front. Like sometimes she'll have her forearms under her. And so that like gives her a little boost getting back. But a lot of the time she'll get to her front and like have her, the arms on her rolling side in such a way that she would have to roll all the way over that arm and she can't get enough lift to get over the top of it. So then we're back to the situation we're very used to at this point. Um, her yelling and screaming and us going and having to flip her back over because she's done something to make herself unhappy that she can't consistently undo. Bjorn to be wild number 57. So this was a big week. Uh, Margo got baptized. Uh, which in the COVID times is kind of weird. You know, everyone goes in. Uh, we have masks on. The baby doesn't, obviously. Uh, the priest has a mask on. Uh, godparents, family, masks, masks, masks. Uh, which is, you know, the right thing to do. It just is weird. It's, it's this thing that's supposed to be this, like, um, big, happy family thing. And you can't see that people are smiling and stuff. Um and I'd never been to a baptism before, so I wasn't really sure what to expect, but it was pretty much just like, here are ten prayers, I'm going to put some oil and water on the baby head, and then I'll take pictures and go home. And that, I mean, that was it. It was, it was nice. Like, I, I don't have a frame of reference. I, I think that it meant a lot to, um, to Emily and Emily's parents. So that's good. Um, and taken care of. Bjorn Derby Wild number 58. So she started to eat solid foods, which is cool. And by solid foods, I mean like slurries. So at this point, she's had oatmeal, which is like even more of a liquid than the oatmeal you're thinking of, and carrot puree. Uh, you know, kind of as television indicated, uh, she gets more of it all over her face and her bib and her mat than like into her mouth but um you know it's it's good that she's getting practice with this stuff and uh maybe in iterations to come i'll update you with what uh other foods she's been eating uh i think we're gonna try and start her off with veggies since fruits are better and so make sure that she's getting the veggies in so that they have a chance before getting blown away Bjorn Derby Wild number 59. So we started sleep training with the, uh, I believe it's called the Ferber method, uh, where you kind of let them alone for two minutes and then calm them and then let them alone for four minutes, then calm them and then six, eight, ten, and then a bunch of tens if you need them. Um, we've had, I would say, mixed success with this. Uh, a couple times she's fallen asleep during that first two minute window, which is just, oh, it's so satisfying. But, you know, last night she was. She was up around 1.30, and it took uh, all all the way up through the 10 to get her to actually go to sleep. And, you know, by that time, I've lost a half hour of sleep. Emily's lost a half hour of sleep. And Margo's lost a half hour of sleep, uh, which is not ideal. But I guess the, the plan is, you know, long term, she'll be able to put herself to bed without our help, hopefully. Um, this week's Food of the Week was butternut squash. She's not really a fan. Bjorn to be wild number 60 so uh Marco likes bath time okay apparently there are some babies who who love it and it's like the only way to calm them down and that's like a a technique employed to soothe but uh, it's not that way for Margo but um she likes it all right and she's been liking it more lately uh because she has discovered splashing so now she just uh for most of the path just is constantly kicking and kicking up water and kicking up soap and so um usually my spot is uh, at the side of the tub and uh and she just kicks water and it gets all over me so i have to like not be wearing pants it's weird um but it's cute and it's it's cute that she's she's clearly enjoying herself which is nice speaking of enjoying herself uh this week's food of the week is peas and uh they might be a new favorite you're going to be wild number 60. So big week this week. It was her half birthday. 
Um, which, you know, I'm sure as she gets older, we'll stop caring about half birthdays. But this is, you know, the only one she said. Um, and we were bad. We gave her a cupcake. Um, not really, but um, Emily made cupcakes and she uh, put one with like just a tiny bit of frosting in front of her uh, and let her like grab at it. Like I think she liked the spongy texture to it. And then she put her hand in her mouth. And her eyes lit up, so she must have liked it. Um, but then later she spat up. I don't know if that was related or not. But, um, you know, she didn't get too much of it in. We don't want her having that much sugar at this point. But, um, but it was nice for her to get to, to celebrate with us because we were having cupcakes too. Uh, and I guess that's also her food of the week. Bjorn to be wild number 62. So it feels like Margot doesn't have friends. Which is, I mean, I guess specifically is true, because I don't think that at this age, friendship is a concept that is going to work. But um, but she does uh, have other babies that she sees at daycare, but we don't know those babies. So this week, the big thing is uh, Margot met Erica's baby, uh, our, our friend Erica, who um, who had her baby a couple months ago. So, so younger than Margot, but a four-month difference is big for babies, but, you know if they ever hang out when they're teenagers, you know, that's, you know, that's no difference at all. I say this, but I'm not friends with any of my parents' friends' kids, so maybe this is all a pipe dream, but it would be pretty cool if they, you know, got along and were friends. Uh, and today's, this week's food of the week was pears. We're into fruits. Bjorn to be wild number 63. Uh, this is a wild one. Uh, Emily was out of the house for a good long while, and I was, uh, solely responsible for Margot. Uh, we hung out just the two of us for, like, ten hours, uh, which broke my previous record of, like, twenty minutes or something. Uh, so it was, it was pretty intense. Um, you know, I'm sure she would have rather been, uh, drinking from the tap so to speak as opposed to eating formula and you know hanging out with the parent who's better at stuff but uh i held my own she survived she wasn't that mad most of the time uh and we invented a new game which involves me fetching balls that she throws but she doesn't know this game whatever uh and this week's food of the week is peaches Bjorn to go out number 64. So babies have weird tongues is the thing. Either that or it's just the first time I've seen her stick her tongue all the way out. And she's been doing it a lot this week. Um, so it looks huge because I haven't really seen it. But then also it's tiny because it's a, a baby's. But then like I'm struggling to figure out whether it's proportional or not. I've decided that it's huge and her head will grow into it. But it could just be a weird sampling bias thing. Um... It, it's fun to see her uh, experience new gestures and expressions. Um, clearly, she has just figured out how to do this and how this mechanic works. And she's, uh, you know, just using it in any situation that she can find, um, including to push banana out of her mouth, um, which is her food of the week this week. I think that she might hate it. Bjorn to be wild number 65. So this is the first time that the baby got sat, uh, which is a little disingenuous because she goes to, to daycare five days a week while uh, Emily and I are working. But uh, this was the first time that someone who wasn't, I suppose, like an accredited uh, child care professional or Emily or me uh, were watching her. It was Emily's parents. So uh, clearly they've done this before. Um, and they, you know, they did a great job, very capable, but it still was, like, it was weird to be out and about without her, and, like, my instinct is, you know, constantly to think, like, where is she, what is she up to, what does she need, uh, and it was weird to, other than during the work day, not have to think about those things. Also, uh, this week's Food of the Week was eggs scrambled. Bjorn to be wild number 66 hey so this is cool um previously margo had been in like a tub in a tub to take a bath um 
and she has graduated to using the bathtub just as a bathtub uh which means that instead of it just being bath time for just getting clean uh she it's like a playtime too we have some bath toys for her they're like our uh that like squirt water like a little little octopus that squirts water and uh a floating penguin and and that type of stuff and uh the last time we did it she like seemed like she was having a blast like we didn't want to stop giving her a bath because she was having so much fun which was um it was super cute and it was also um super nice that she didn't hate it as she has some baths uh speaking of hating things she may have hated it's difficult to tell uh her food of the week sweet potato and corn Bjorn to be wild number 67 so sometimes uh emily logs in to watch church virtually what with pandemic and uh this time uh margo joined her for virtual church and engaged in behavior that i think was probably common in real church with babies uh and perhaps with real church with uh, adolescents and adults as well she fell asleep and it was super cute uh but i kind of just got a kick out of it that she was like it wasn't even her nap time yet and it's just like nah dude church is boring as hell i'm going to sleep um but also she probably was just tired she can't tell what's going on anywho uh this week's food of the week was uh apple plus avocado man she that avocado seven months i don't know if i have had avocado since i was like 15 years old whatever Bjorn W. Wild number 68. So my folks were in town this week, which was super cool. Uh, they finally got to meet Margo, which they hadn't before, which is wild because she's almost eight months old. Um, and it was super cool to get to see her go from like, who are these people to like, you know, re- seeming to recognize them and not be afraid of them or nervous around them. And, um, you know, for, for my parents to kind of, uh, knock the rust off and and you know comfort a baby was it was it was cool to get to see them do it because you know I was a baby the last time they did it um, and yeah it was uh, it's super cool uh, I, it's like the most happy I've seen my parents in a really long time um, and on top of that we had uh, a pancake breakfast and so Margot got to try pancakes for the first time. <laughs> Bjorn Wild number 69. Oh man, she is so frustrated. It's it's so tough to watch. She's almost ready to crawl. She can go from being seated to like flipping forward, and it's like that's like a half a crawl step. Um, but like once she's there, she doesn't really know what to do. If she's on her stomach, she can start to bring her hips up, but she hasn't figured out moving forward. She can kind of scoot herself backwards a little bit, but not it's not sustainable. And then it's just, you can tell how frustrated she is. She'll just be in that position for a bit and then nothing happens and then she'll start crying. And it's uh, it's like making me nervous that it seems like she's so close to being able to crawl and then we'll have to be, you know, following her around the house and whatnot. But um, it's, it's such a bummer to see, her, uh, to see her struggle and to see her frustrated with struggling. But on the bright side, uh, her food of the week was watermelon. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 70. So, uh, you know, they grow up so fast. Uh, She is in infant two now at daycare, which seems extremely similar to infant one. But essentially they moved her to a different room in daycare with somewhat older babies. And uh, it's not like they're, you know, playing volleyball or anything in there. But the idea is that there's uh, activities that are for... uh, slightly older babies who are going to be doing slightly more stuff so uh, i'm really looking forward to seeing um you know what that can be and i'm also looking forward to seeing if she like can start to sort of make friends i don't know if that's really even a thing that she's capable of like i don't even know if she recognizes the other babies or whatever um but that'll be cool um also a big one this week she had banana pudding for the first time yum Bjorn to be wild number 71 so big week this week 
she's crawling uh she kind of took like one half-hearted step a few days ago and we were like huh is this crawling is this crawling and then um just today she's cranking up a bunch of notches and I think her high school was like six or seven uh steps if you call them steps uh and uh it's really cool she's you know making her way across the room to get to dog toys that we specifically don't want her to touch uh which is awesome and not foreboding at all um but yeah it's a big it's a big step uh and you know every day she's more and more of a wool person uh also uh food of the week this week is a hamburger she had a little bit of some hamburger that i grilled up going to be wild number 72 so not so great this week uh margo had a flu uh she's been sick a couple times before but uh not this bad it's nothing serious or anything but uh it's just it's such a bummer that she's she's just sad all weekend like all she really wanted to do was sleep and uh snuggle a bit but then uh, just a lot of crying and kind of being inconsolable and it's tough because like I get it when I feel like crap there's no amount of you know sleeping or eating or anything like that that makes me happy it's just like I'm in a cruddy mood and that's that but you know a grown-up can understand that it's just you're sick and it'll pass and a kid doesn't get it it's just you know it's their their reality and they don't know what to do about it uh, but she did eat curry, so that was cool. I didn't have curry till I was like 20 years old, and she's eight and a half months. Bjorn to be wild, 73. So the big news this week is uh, there's been a while now where if you uh, kind of prop Margo up, she can uh, hold herself up holding on to something, like a chair or whatever. Um, but for the first time this week, she pulled herself up uh, on Emily, and, uh, you know, we thought it was a fluke, and, and I guess she did it again at daycare. So, um, you know, we're still at a, at a ways before crawling and ways before standing. I guess the next step is cruising, you know, the uh, a sort of a, a side, sideways walk where they uh, are holding on to something for balance. But, um, you know... It's just wild how, how fast things move. Just a couple weeks ago, she wasn't even crawling yet, and now she's uh, taking a big step towards walking. And also, she's eating pasta primavera that I made. Uh, she wasn't impressed, and I'm trying not to take it too personally. Bjorn to be wild, number 74. So this isn't really an update into the stuff that she does. It's just a thing that I don't want to forget. Uh... She likes to knock over stacks of cups and stuff, just like toy towers and whatnot. Um, so we've started referring to her as the littlest kaiju. Just kaiju being like a, you know, Godzilla-type monster that's in a movie that destroys towns. And we just sing the song, littlest kaiju, littlest kaiju. And then usually we'll make up more lyrics, and I'm not going to try and do that off the top of my head because um, this is being recorded. But... uh She's really cute, and she's a little kaiju, and uh, oddly, I really look forward to listening back to this and being like, oh yeah, little kaiju. That was fun. Um, anywho, uh, her meal of the week was chili. Uh, according to daycare, she really liked chili, so I know that she's mine. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, number 75. So a while now, it seemed like she has been teething. And it's been tough to tell whether actually she's teething or she's just cranky and it's convenient to blame teething for her crankiness. But um, we actually can kind of see one on the bottom. She really hates when you try and uh, look in her mouth or like poke around to, to get a good look. But um, sometimes you flip her upside down. She likes that a lot. So she'll open her mouth wide and go, yeah. Uh, and you can, you can kind of see in there. Um, she's got one on the bottom. Uh, and then another on the bottom that's like straining to come through, and uh, a couple on the top that look like they're ready to come through. Um, and sometimes she does like 
type noises, which I think is her like playing with her lack of tooth. Um, oh, also she ate a quesadilla. Yum. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number seventy six. So in the Christian Bale Batman movies, like Dark Knight, sometimes he'll uh, he'll hold up a bad guy like upside down or whatever, and uh, bellow threats at him. And uh, a couple of my favorite lines are, um, "Where's Falcone?" and "Swear to me." Uh, so I've taken to um, pinning Margot against the wall, like, at my shoulder height, uh, and bellowing, where's Falcone, at her, um, and she thinks that it's really funny, uh, which isn't great for my self-esteem, because I am trying to interrogate her and get information, um, but it is nice to delight my child, um, and her food of the week this week was, uh, al pastor tacos, which I think were too spicy, because she kept eating them, but also kept crying, um, and also, obviously, she wasn't eating them as actual tacos. They're kind of a disassembled version. Bjorn to be wild, number 77. Dang, she got teeth, though. I know we talked about teeth not that long ago, but uh, they're, they're in. They're in in full effect. We got two up top, two in the bottom, and two more on the bottom that seem like they're trying to sneak in. And uh, they're sharp, too. She uh, bit my finger the other day and, uh, like... Kind of clamped on it, and it really did not feel good. I think she was just just looking for something to, like, uh, teethe on. Because, like, I shifted my finger to, like, further back where she didn't have teeth yet, and she was getting into it. Um, but so far, not really anything in the food change department. It's still um, things that were easy for her to eat pre-teeth, so they're not really functional yet. Speaking of eating, she had sweet and sour chicken. You're into wild number 78. She started cruising, which is a, a term I hadn't really heard before. Like, basically, she can pull herself up and, like, take a couple side steps and move her hands along, you know, whatever she's pulled herself up on. Her big thing is uh, we have a big old cardboard box that a dog bed came in. And sometimes we'll put her in there with some toys, and she's into that. And she likes to pull up and then kind of maneuver her way over to the other side of the box, um, staying on her feet the whole time. She's seems like she's not really ready for walking, maybe getting getting close to ready for uh, standing unassisted. But um, between cruising and crawling, she is uh, she's mobile at, at the very least. Uh, and this week she had um, what we call a children's uh chicken parmesan which is just uh pasta and red sauce and cut up string cheese and chicken nuggets which uh, i'm gonna be honest with you is pretty good going to be wild number 79 uh she's been sick this week and you can probably tell by my voice uh it got me this was my first time uh staying home from work sick with her uh the one or two times before that she didn't go to daycare because she wasn't feeling well, uh, it was Emily's problem. And, th and this time, um, she wasn't feeling, Emily wasn't feeling well either. So, uh, so I took care of it. And, uh, oh man, it is harder to parent a sick child than a non-sick child. I, I was told, oh, she'll just want to like snuggle and nap all day. But it actually what happened was she just was mad all day because she, had boogers all over the place and it is not fun to have boogers all over the place another thing that she did not enjoy was my enchiladas i think that i might just need to stop making mexican food for this kid because she ain't ready for it yet bjorn to be wild number 80 she started to wave which is really cute because sometimes you'll wave to her and she'll wave back and it's like hey look at you we're having like an interaction um and she doesn't have the the turning the wrist type of wave yet. It's mostly the open and close the hand type of wave, which is, it's interesting because that's not like a way that we've demonstrated to her waving goes. I guess probably she sees the hand moving and that's how, that's a hand movement that she's used to doing. Um, but it's, uh, it's cute that she's doing it. And, uh, and one of her, one of her teachers at school de demands a wave from her every time 
uh, we pick her up, and sometimes she complies, and sometimes she does not. Uh, but everybody loves Margot Waves. Uh, and one thing Margot loves is the food of the week was halloumi, a grilling cheese. Uh, she seemed to really dig it, which was cool, because I was like, man, I just had halloumi for the first time like six months ago, and uh, you're already more classy than me. Bjorn to be wild, number 81. So... She's got a new trick she likes to pull out from time to time, and that is clapping. Just um, not even at, like, amusing things or great performances. Just sometimes she'll clap out of nowhere. And it's probably just that the sound is amusing to her and the sensation. But uh, every now and then, just law of large numbers, she does it a lot now. Sometimes it'll be at appropriate times, like, uh, you know, the dog will sit when we tell him to sit, and she'll clap, and it's like... Wow, she's so smart, she understands. And obviously that's us projecting. But, um, but oh boy, it is cute as heck. And uh, she still doesn't... She's She waves, but she doesn't wave when you want her to all the time. But sometimes now she'll clap instead of waving. Which, you know, it's it's not a, a direct one-to-one comparison. But it's uh, it's another cute thing she can do to greet you. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, number 82. So she's doing something now that I've been calling tongue action, which is basically she waggles her tongue side to side, sometimes up and down, but mostly side to side. Uh, And it's probably just that she's got more teeth coming in and she's like trying to feel for them. But sometimes, you know, you get a little bit of a type of a thing, um, which is always very silly and cute. Um, but also the other thing is sometimes she'll sneeze and have a little bit of booger on her upper lip and you have to race her uh, to you have to go get a tissue before she can um, scrump it on down with uh, her, her tongue action in the upwards direction. Um, so, I, I mean, I guess if we're going to talk about uh, foods, new foods she's been eating, I guess boogers probably aren't new, but it's the first time I've... Looked her dead in the eye while she did it. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, number 83. So she's got some teeth coming in, and she's shown that to us in a very strange way. Uh, Emily uh, picked her up from her nap the other day and was like, hey, can you take a look at this? And she had, like, little white flecks all over her face. And the interior rails of the crib had some paint chipped away where she had been chomping on the rail, like standing up and munching on the rail, uh, presumably because it felt good on her sore gums. Um, There's no real concern there because it's non-toxic paint. You're not going to put, you know, well, I guess you don't put lead paint on anything anymore, but you're not going to put anything that can't go in a child's mouth on a crib. But um, we put some, like, rail protectors on there anyway. But uh, it still was like, oh, kid, you have paint flecks on your face. What are you doing? (laughs) Bjorn to be wild, number 84. So I don't think that children, uh, the age of our child, can really make actual friends. But uh, we get these photo updates from daycare a few times a day. And one day she, in the morning, there's a picture of her and this baby seemingly crawl racing and there's like a few pictures of them in a row and clearly they're making the same progress in the same direction towards the camera uh and that was really cute and then there was a picture of them the same two kids mine and another uh in the afternoon um playing with blocks together and i was just like dang little thingy's got a got a little thingy friend um and that's probably not how it works probably just coincidence they were hanging out together or daycare noticed that the same two we're interacting again and thought that it would be cute to send a picture, but I don't know. I like thinking of her as doing real human things instead of, you know, being a potato that crawls around and screams. Bjorn to be wild, number 85. So daycare made us sign an incident report. So my first thought was, oh no, kid, what did you do? But turns out the issue was that another kid bit her. Which is, you know, not great, but, you know, I get it. It's, it's all babies, and their babies are going to do what babies are going to do. And, like, I 
like made myself be as cool with it as possible because uh, at some point probably she's going to bite another kid and I want to be able to have the argument. Babies are going to do what babies are going to do, which is a lot tougher when um, you uh, get mad about it. Uh, and then so I had, you know, that pretty zen mentality. And then, like a week later, another kid bit her. Or the same kid. I don't know. They won't tell us which kid it was, which is fair, but um, frustrating. Uh, but, you know, one day, she'll probably bite somebody, and I'll be really embarrassed. And it'll be nice to be able to look back on this and be like, remember the good old days when she was the one getting attacked? <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 86. So it's such a trope at this point to say, like, don't even bother giving the kid the present in the box because they'd rather play with the big box anyway. But, um, oh, man, we got this big old box, and uh, she likes climbing in it because we put a bunch of toys in there, and then it's like kind of like a playpen. Um, but the best thing is now she's, like, getting close enough to walking that she's liking push toys. She has uh, this one toy that has wheels, but uh, I think she likes the box better. The only issue is she pushes it across the room and it runs into a wall, and now, you know, her toy is broken, essentially. But if you are sort of towards the middle of the room, you can have a hand on a corner so it's constantly turning left, and you can make it so it just goes in 360 degrees, and she'll just push that that boy forever. It's the best. And, you know, she's having fun and she's getting exercise and it's, let's be honest, not a whole lot of work. So, uh, keep it up. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 87. Da, 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 da. Happy birthday, Margo. You're one. That is very cool. You have some teeth and some high quality crawling and uh, a great little mop of hair, and the cutest little ding-dang laugh in the world, and you say syllables, but we don't know if those syllables correspond to actual meaning. Similarly, we don't know whether the hand gestures you're doing uh, at your high chair are actually indicating the things that we think they might be. It's hard to say, but uh, you had... All your grandparents over and your Uncle Wags came over and uh, we had a big old party. Uh, and Man, everyone loves you so much. And, you know, including me. I, you're just you're just the best. And um, everyone got such a kick out of seeing you. And um, here's a, a lot more birthdays to come. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 88. It was Halloween. So, naturally... Margot dressed as a Snorlax, uh, and we tried to take her to a, like, downtown thing, but it was just so packed with people, and she just wasn't having it, which is fine, because um, I wasn't really having it either. So then uh, her only real trick-or-treat experience was, was around the neighborhood, and, uh, man, there were way more kids out than usual this year. I don't know if it's, like, because it was COVID recently or what, but... Uh, there's just a bunch of kids, and uh, we got a bunch of candy, even though we were only out there for like 40 minutes because it got cold. But, uh, yeah, she was cute as hell, and um, she's not going to get any of that candy. And only one person we saw on our trick-or-treating adventures specifically called me out on that fact. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, number 89. So we invented a new game. Uh... Basically, sometimes um, when you put Margot on the bed, she likes to crawl to the edge, and um, usually she's good about uh, exiting the bed in a responsible way, but, you know, if she's not going to, then you really need to spot her. So um, sometimes she'll go towards one end of the bed, and you'll have to run around to the other edge to, to cover her, so she thinks it's fun to run away. And then eventually she just gets to the edge, um, but then if you, like, get down on her level and press your noggin into her noggin, you can both push and growl, uh, and that's called Triceratops Battle, and we did a decent amount of Triceratops Battle this week, uh, and it's it's cute, and um, it's maybe the first game we've played against each other, if you could go as far as to call it a game and say it's against each other, but um, it's fun and it's cute. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, episode 90. So, 
I have a new high score in the game of be a single parent, I guess, is how I would say it. Um, Emily was out of town for a few days on a work trip, so my new high score is 77 hours of parenting without, uh, without the mom around, which is, uh, I'll admit, a slightly inflated figure just because the majority of that time she was either asleep or at daycare where I'm not going to mess her up, you know, but I took care of all the meals by myself, took care of all the diaper stuff by myself, I took, took care of bath, uh, all that stuff, and the child survived, and uh, and I, I don't know, I, I'm proud of myself. I have a higher high score than Three Stacks does. What about that? <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, episode 91. Hey, first steps. She's walking. She's not walking much. She mostly prefers to crawl. Sometimes when we'll like try and coax her over when she's in kind of a, a wobbly stand, she'll just drop to hands and knees to crawl over because it's so much faster. But you know, she's uh, she's stringing you know up to five, six steps together uh, when she when she really wants to, and you know it just makes you think. Right around the corner, she's gonna be sprinting in circles around this place. But uh, for now, it's mostly just um, wobbly needs steps, but she's, uh, she's getting them done. Um, and, and it's great to see her go. You know, she, she's, she's clearly proud of herself. You know, you, uh, you, you, you cheer for her to come over, and then you clap for her when she gets there. And it's hard to know how much she understands what her accomplishment is, but, like, it seems like she understands that she's accomplishing something just based on how she's reacting to our reactions, uh, which is super cool. Uh, but yeah, walking. Neat. Bjorn to be wild, number 92. So it was Thanksgiving, and while it wasn't Margot's first Thanksgiving, it felt a little bit like it, because the last time we had Thanksgiving, she was a potato and we didn't go anywhere. Uh, this time we uh, took her to Waukesha, uh, she ate turkey and mashed potatoes, kind of, uh, threw them more so, but, uh, we got to see family and, you know, um, they always just loved seeing her. Um, she had some toys there that she seemed skeptical about, but was playing with by the end. I think we might need to, um, try and get her back into those, uh, what are those, Duplos, the big old Legos? Cause she had some. She doesn't always play. She doesn't always play with them. But she was. Uh, she was digging them Thanksgiving, um, and we've begun the march to Christmas, which I was reminded by by uh, being asked to help haul the Christmas tree up from the basement. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number ninety three. So nuh-uh is this week. Uh, also the blinking game, but mostly nuh -uh. Basically, you know, babies learn to shake their head way before they learn to nod their head, so she does a lot of saying no, but I'll even know if she knows what no means, because if you just shake your head at her and go, nuh -uh, she'll shake her head and say nuh -uh, back to you, and you can do that back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and she finds that amusing. Uh, the other one, which doesn't work as consistently, but is just as cute, uh, she doesn't know how to wink, not a surprise, but I think she thinks she knows how to wink. Sometimes she'll, if you wink at her, she'll just blink really hard, and then you wink, and then she blinks really hard, and I think she thinks you're winking back and forth, because uh, uh, she doesn't know how stuff works. Um, so, nuh -uh, and the winking game, both a lot of fun, uh, and they're free. No toys required. Bjorn W. Wild, number 94. So Hanukkah came a little early this year, uh, and it was the first one that I think Margot experienced at all. Like, not like I think she'll remember this, but I think this is the first one that she got to participate in. Um, she did have some latkes, you know, fried potato, what's not to like. Um, and she got some presents, you know, it was mostly um, books, but uh, she is going to be raised... Uh, Catholic, but we think it's good for her to, you know, know her roots a little bit with the with the Jewish heritage side, so uh, we're going to do Hanukkah with her. We haven't um, 
haven't got a menorah yet. I think we can probably hold off on that until we're at a point where she's remembering stuff. Because, like, I'm not going to use menorah for my own benefit. When I was living alone, I, I wasn't lighting candles. Um, but I think that'll be a fun little tradition. Um, even if it's not, you know, religiously significant for her. <laughs> Beyond to be wild, episode 95. So we've been told by daycare that Margot tends to be sassy. Uh, and I think mostly that's uh, things like nuh-uh that have been discussed on here before. But uh, we got to see some grade A sass that I think may auger difficult times to come. Uh, Emily was in the hallway and uh, Margot was in the bedroom and Emily got the got her toothbrush ready and Margot does not like having her toothbrush. So she uh, crawled the rest of the way into her room and tried to slam the door in Emily's face. Um, and I think that's something that Emily's going to have to get used to uh, with a daughter. Um, I guess really any kid. I don't know why I'm singling out daughters. But uh, the sassiness is there, and I think uh, it's only going to get uh, honed from here. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 96. So this wasn't her first Christmas, but it was her first Christmas in a form that we wouldn't consider to be a potato. Potato is usually the term we use for like when she couldn't do anything at all. Um, she's not a potato anymore and she had Christmas and um, she was digging it. You know, she could actually appreciate getting totally buried in presence. Um, couple highlights. Uh, her Uncle Wags got a, um, a, a popping toy. So basically, it's like, almost like bubble wrap, but it's, but it doesn't pop. It pops, oh, I don't know how to explain it. But um, she straight stole it from him, and he was like, all right, cool, that's fine. Uh, and also, she got a mechanical cat that she enjoyed. Um, I gotta tell you, I don't enjoy it, but she does. Uh, so that's a win, too. Um, plus, you know, blocks. Gotta love blocks. Christmas! <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, episode 97. Okay, so this one's kind of hard to explain. Uh, a while ago, I don't remember if I talked about this before, um, Margot's grandparents on Emily's side uh, got her, like, a DJ booth turntable thing? Um... So basically, there's like a lot of buttons you press that make noises, and there's like a, a fake record on there that you scratch, and it makes noises, and it's fun, and she's really enjoyed it. It's a good stand-up toy, which was, um, at this point, isn't as relevant, but it, it was perfect for right when she was uh, working on finally sitting up. But she's made a new game, which we call Boop Boop Beep Boop. Um, there's like one element of this table that has no electronic input. It's just a sticker that's like a picture of, uh, I don't know, something that you would see on a turntable booth probably, I'm not really sure. And she kind of just pokes it over and over again. And when she does that, I say boop, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, along with her presses as though her presses are doing something. And uh, there's like a little flap on it. And if she closes the flap, she has learned. It doesn't, you can't boop, boop, beep, boop. On the, on the outside of the flap, you got to open it up, get to the real deal. That's how the machine works, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I, I may have made a mistake. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild, episode 98. So the idea of, like, down low too slow is such a classic. Um, but obviously, Margo has not um, learned how any of that works. Uh, but what she has figured out is just the idea of offering something and then rescinding that offer in a way as to dunk on an individual. And so basically what she did for like six straight minutes was hold out a pen to Emily and then Emily would reach for the pen and she would pull the pen away and cackle maniacally in like, obviously this is a hilarious prank, Emily could have opted to not be pranked in this way over and over again, but she just loved it so much. <laughs> uh, she just couldn't stop, you know? You have to just let yourself get pranked 
um, to amuse your child, I guess. Fear to be wild, episode ninety nine. So I've been doing this thing for a while now, where I refer to Margot as the next Tim Duncan, who, for those not in the know, is a star power forward for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, basically, the point is, I want Margot to be good at basketball, for reasons that remain unclear. But she has in the bath, she has a um, a hoop kind of suction cups to the side of the tub and a bunch of tiny basketballs. And so when I'm bored during bath time, I shoot hoops. But finally, for the first time, at, with a lot of encouragement from her parents, uh, Margot dunked the ball and we cheered vigorously. So she immediately like dunked the ball over and over and over again because she's realized that's a good thing to do. But this is a, a, a very important first milestone. Baby's first bucket. <laughs> Beer to be wild, episode 100. So it seems like probably for episode 100, I should have something cool and special. And I do. Emily is pregnant again. Um, for those who don't know, uh, before we started trying, I said... I like called my shot. I said, hey, just so you know, I only make girls. And then we made Margot. And then we made another daughter. She is not born yet, of course, but um, we did make her. So uh, I'm some sort of psychic genius or something. I don't know why I'm making this about me. It's the, the much bigger deal is we got a new baby inbound uh, this spring. Uh, we're very excited. And all of a sudden, um, this show is going to shift between cool stuff that Margot's doing and like back to the pregnancy talk that was the first few dozen episodes of the show and then uh, you know soon enough it'll be I gotta split my time between my two ding dang daughters which uh is terrifying 